If you're looking for success in the vacation rental industry, Heather Bayer and the team at CottageBlogger.com are here to show you that it's entirely within reach. Welcome to Vacation Rental Success, the show that features interviews with industry experts, successful vacation rental owners, and more, all geared toward helping you make it happen. Here's your host, Heather Bayer. Well, hello, happy Wednesday. It's Heather Bayer and another episode of Vacation Rental Success. As ever, the weather report from the frozen north again. Do you know, it doesn't seem any time at all since it was last the frozen north. Um, I'm guessing probably oh nine months ago, uh, towards the end of the winter, when it was such, such a, a long, long winter last year. Um, but it uh, it does seem that we got round to winter very, very quickly. But it is pretty. It's uh, a beautiful Winter's day, clear blue sky, snow on the ground, snow. I love it when the snow's just hanging in the trees. It just looks so gorgeous. But I am off to Exuma in uh, less than two weeks now. So very, very excited about that. Very excited about doing some house hunting while I'm there. Although I've sort of been committed to some degree about the Bahamas. I really wanted to buy in the Bahamas but I'm now looking a little bit further afield. Uh, Turks and Caicos is another uh, Caribbean location I want to go and uh, look at. And um, and I'm sort of flip-flopping backwards and forwards about uh, Costa Rica because we had such a fabulous vacation in Costa Rica about three years ago. And it was the first time I'd been there. It was just astonishingly beautiful. And one thing I really, really loved was the wildlife, was the, you know, the, the sounds of the monkeys, the toucans. You know, as I'm actually, as I'm talking about it now, I just wonder whether I'm so drawn now back to Costa Rica that that may be the place. But I don't, I don't know. We've, we've got a ton of time to think about it, which is is really really cool. It's it's nice having that that time to spend doing all the research, and and I know that there are a couple of fantastic owners on um, Matt Landau's inner circle that I've been uh, communicating with. One in the Turks and Caicos, and one in Costa Rica, and I'm going to be spending a little bit of time. I hope picking their brains on how they bought, where they did, what the pitfalls are, what they love about it, what perhaps they don't like about it. And absolutely everything in this process I'm going to be uh, recording for posterity because there will be a book about this process when we finally get there and we've bought our dream home in the sun. So, uh, So while on the subject of Costa Rica... I interviewed Evelyn Evelyn Gallardo of Discovery Beach House way way back at the beginning of the uh, this show, and and we talked about her social media uh, efforts and how well she does on Facebook and YouTube. This was a sort of um, a, a segue because I was watching a creative live video course with with Lou Bortone, who's a a highly recognized expert in video production. And I just remembered that Lou had been to Discovery Beach House and traded his time in teaching Evelyn how to do videos 
with his stay at uh, at the at the villa and i thought this would be fantastic if i could sit down with lou and and talk to him about creating video because he has this expertise with creating video for vacation rental so often you know if i'm talking to a social media expert they don't have that that experience and that knowledge of our business so so this upcoming interview with Lou is so relevant because he's been there he's he's been to Discovery Beach House he goes to vacation rentals he understands about promotion and marketing and social media and above all he knows so much about creating videos so we talk about everything and anything to do with promoting your property with video and there's one particular area when he he talks about getting well finding your sweet spot and Evelyn found her sweet spot in really going out on location and and just pulling out the iPhone and creating a video wherever she was and we don't talk about it too much but I I really do encourage you to go to Evelyn's YouTube channel and check out how she is showing her testimonials and video reviews because she's it's not just a to camera uh talk about what a from a, from a guest saying what a great time they had she's doing the editing on most of them so adding in adding in backgrounds adding in images so if somebody's talking about what a great massage they have she has a little cut out cut, cut over to one of these video one of these massages taking place so it's almost like a promotional video that's narrated by the guest which i think is is absolutely stunning and we don't see much of that so without further ado i want to head on over to the interview i did with Lou i think you're going to learn a huge amount and i'm going to issue a challenge at the end so let's go. I am delighted to welcome today Lou Bortone, who is a video marketing expert, online branding consultant, and more recently a presenter at Creative Live, which is my go-to source for all sorts of um, educational tutorials and learning. From Lou, I have learned a huge amount, although I'm just about halfway through the Creative Live course. So uh, hopefully Lou's going to deliver to us today some tips and recommendations and help for you to get your vacation rental business on video in 2015. Welcome, Lou. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Heather. I appreciate the opportunity to chat with you and your folks. Well, I first heard about you from my friend Evelyn Gallardo. Mm-hmm. Who, um, who of course has that fabulous property in Costa Rica that uh, that I've only ever seen video of and pictures of, and you've been there. Tell me a little yes. bit about what what was that like, and t- uh, you know, perhaps you can share how how you got there and, and what you were doing mm-hmm. with Evelyn. Sure, yeah, the, her place is absolutely gorgeous, and it's funny because I don't typically do barter or trade, but you know, I got to look at those photos, and I said, you know, let's let's make this happen. So. So she contacted me. I think she found me on social media and she was, um, you know, very much a newbie and sort of, you know, not very technically oriented. I think she'd be the first to admit. 
So she's like, I got a new Mac, but I'm not sure where the on button is. And so, okay, reach in the back and you feel that little. So she was sort of, you know, completely new to all this. But she said, you know, she wanted to get her property rented, um, you know, increase the bookings. Obviously, this was back a few years ago when the economy was, uh, everybody was sort of taking a hit from that. So, um, you know, she was a little camera shy. She was a little uh, technophobic. But we dove in and she has done video and did it with absolutely amazing results. So the quick story on on Evelyn is that we started to do some tips videos. So I I told her to just use her iPhone and iMovie because she had a Mac and do a short series of tips about when you're traveling in Costa Rica, what to look for, what to avoid, where to go. And um, little by little, she did these very homemade videos and started posting them on YouTube. And lo and behold, not very long after that, she has, I believe, a quarter of a million total views on YouTube, which is astounding. That, that is amazing. And I've, I've seen um, many of her videos. And they are, they just seem to be very, very simple. Um, mm-hmm. With, you know, because I think so many people are afraid of getting into yeah. doing video because it seems so complicated. And, and this is why when I talked to Evelyn and saw her videos and I thought, well, no, this is anybody, <laughs> absolutely yeah. anybody could do this. Yes. And I think that's where a lot of folks get hung up. They think, oh, you know, well, I got to get certain lights or a microphone or this or that. But the the thing about doing video, especially, you know, um, in this niche or if you're trying to uh, do any kind of property rental or real estate it's really much more about the content than the quality. And um, as you saw from Evelyn's videos, sometimes she was on the beach and maybe the wind was blowing and it's a little bit noisy. But the important thing is that her content was so good and helpful and useful that you know people are willing to forgive a little bit of the uh, qualities kind of things. And, and again, people are looking for information. They're not looking to say, oh my gosh, can you hear the wind in the background? That's so unprofessional. You know, It doesn't really matter at that point. You're you're absolutely right because when I went through them and I and it just seemed so natural, you know, it was mm-hmm. it was not it didn't seem contrived. It wasn't studio bound. Uh, right. I I tried to look at them from the perspective of of a traveller and yeah. and what it would be like if I was if I'd come across the videos and and was was looking for information. You know, you're absolutely absolutely right about having tips that are not that don't need to be directly related to the vacation home because right. it, it what it did was put her in the position of being the go-to expert for mm-hmm. Costa Rica and it was um it was simple things like uh, she did one called traveling in Costa Rica three hidden truths yeah. that, that will overcome your fears about renting a vacation home yeah. and uh, so so this was that was not directly related to her home and i i thought that was that was a very creative way of of doing it yeah, it's great because it really set her up as an expert in the area. And, and obviously, you know, with, I'm sure with a lot of your audience, um, it's not even just about the property, but about the experience. So she's talking about the bigger experience of, of travel. And um, that really helped her to kind of become much more credible and an expert on the area. So much so that um, she said that she was getting calls from, you know, the Discovery Channel and Animal Planet and things like that. So uh, it really can take on a life of its own, which is great, and it doesn't have to be really high quality. You just have to share valuable, useful content. Well, that video is only two minutes fifty-three, and it's had eighty, just about eighty-two thousand views. And then I also mm-hmm. there's sixty-five comments. 
Wow. So, <laughs> and, that, and that's that's just amazing because it's you know you don't nec- I haven't read through the comments and I know what mm-hmm. s- some comments on YouTube can be a little bit off the wall, but <laughs> uh, you know just a couple of them have have been you know asking asking more questions mm-hmm. and uh, and she's been able to go back and answer the questions about you know the, the quality of water and that sort of thing. The nice thing about videos, it's a great way to engage and really interact and and start to establish a relationship with your potential customers and then just you know just a note on the amount of views i mean uh, the vast majority of views of youtube videos rarely get more than 500 views mm-hmm. um, something like 80% don't get more than 500 views so to get 80,000 views on a video is just amazing especially for someone who was you know not really sure where to start or or you know how to get into it Okay, so let's go back to that. No, she she wasn't very sure where to start, and you said, you know, iPhone. But where where would you advise somebody to to start if if they were standing standing outside now, had an iPhone mm-hmm. in their hand, had maybe had a tripod? I think tripod is yep. a good idea. <clears throat> yep. What would you advise them to do? A lot of that depends on their their goals, but generally speaking, if they've got an idea to promote their property. Um, it's really just a matter of starting where you are and starting with what you have. So if you have a smartphone that has video capabilities or you have an iPad, I use my iPad quite a bit for video. Um, really, it's just, you know, don't go out and, you know, buy $3,000 worth of equipment. Really kind of test the idea first with what you have available and you can kind of start small. And if you want, I mean, if you decide, oh, I'm going to do a podcast or I'm going to do this regularly, then you may want to. Um, you know, get lights and tripods and things like that. But especially for location-based videos, it's really about using what you have and using the environment um, as your setting. And really sort of the in, in Evelyn's videos, Costa Rica is really the star of her video. I mean, she is too, but, but Costa Rica is the focus. Mm-hmm. Now, I know when I talked to her, she, she said how um, that <clears throat> you gave her such great advice that she didn't have to start talking and just talk for the full three minutes. And, and if she went wrong, then she'd have to start all over again. So, but it was, it was just okay to, to do it in little short bursts. Yeah. Yeah. Again, you know, if you have even the most basic editing program, um, in Evelyn's case, she was using iMovie on a Mac, but there are some free online services. One of them's called we video, W E B I D E O.com. And that allows you to take those clips. Maybe you did your video in three or four pieces or sections, but you could bring all that into Wii Video and kind of stitch them all together and do some basic editing. And just that alone is going to make it look more professional. And um, even if you just put a quick little intro or outro uh, like Evelyn did on her videos, um, it's going to really you know, go a long way in making those look a little bit more professional and making them more watchable. So, so coming to intros and outros, is, is that something that's easy to do? Uh, it's relatively easy, again, because if you use the, the software that you have sort of at your fingertips, like Wii Video, or in Evelyn's case, in iMovie, iMovie has a couple of, um, you know, sort of um, stock intros that you can use. So she had, you know, a very basic um, intro that just kind of said what it was about. And she put the music in the background again, which you can do in editing programs. So even just um, a few little bells and whistles like music or editing or titles can go a long way in, in making the video look more professional. So once once that's that's done, once she'd done that um, that editing, what happens? And this this is what gets to me because I'm mm-hmm. I'm not very technically proficient. 
So yeah. I think I would probably get stuck at that stage. Okay, I've got this product. It look mm-hmm. it looks good. I'm happy with it. What happens to it after that? Right. Well, you have to you know get it off the hard drive or get it off the camera. And even I'm guilty of that sometimes. I've still got a few videos sitting on the hard drive that I say, oh, I really have to get back to that one and finish it. But the important thing is, you know, once you've gone to the effort of of producing a video, you want to get it out there and get it seen by as many people as possible. So I typically start with YouTube. And I usually advise my clients to start with YouTube because it's, you know, relatively low hanging fruit. It is free. You can host your video there and you can share your video from YouTube to other um, social media sites. So YouTube's usually a good place to start. Um, from there, you can go to Facebook or Pinterest, um, Twitter, all kinds of different social sites. It's very easy to, to leverage and distribute that video once it's uploaded. Okay, so once it's, once it's uploaded to YouTube, then you can distribute it out to other platforms, to so the other social media platforms. Exactly. And a lot of times people will say, okay, I, I uploaded it to YouTube, but I don't really have a lot of views yet. I mean, you, you do have to promote it and let people know that the video's there. And I usually, you know, promote my videos also on Facebook and Twitter and, and other social media sites just to kind of spread the word that it's there. You can, you know, if, if you've got a mailing list, you can send a note out to your mailing list that, hey, you've just posted a new video on YouTube and here's where it is. You can put it on your own website or blog like Evelyn did. Um, so once the video's on YouTube, you can take that same video on YouTube and share it on your own website or blog. So it's very flexible. It's very easy to do. The main thing is just, you know, getting it out there and upload it and start to make people aware that it's there. Now, what about, I hear about other platforms and like, um, Amazon S3, Wistia, yeah. Vimeo. What, what do they actually do? Um, the YouTube is really more of a sort of a video hosting and distribution platform, whereas Amazon S3 is really more of, of just a host. So Amazon S3, which is obviously from the folks at Amazon, allows you to store your video safely and securely, and it kind of gives you a backup in the event that for whatever reason, you know, YouTube kicks the video off or, or you just want to have a backup copy of it. So um, I back up most of my videos on Amazon S3 because it's very reliable and very affordable. Um, the other platforms like uh, Wistia, for example, uh, are also video hosting sites, but, but the sites like Wistia also give you some extra features and um, different things like, you know, you can change the look of the video player, um, whether or not it plays automatically or, or the viewer has to start it, things like that. Um, and they also have a feature, I think they call it the turnstile, where you could actually have viewers watch the first few seconds of a video and then require them to enter their email address if you want them to watch the rest of it. So it's a way to, to build a mailing list. Um, I'm not a huge fan of that because I think it's, it kind of frustrates people if they see the first few seconds of a video and then something pops up that says, you know, hey, enter your email here if you want to watch the rest. But you do have the ability to do that with some of those other platforms. So, so would you say they're a little bit more advanced? You know, if you start with YouTube and, and mm-hmm. if necessary, move on to something else? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, YouTube's a great place to start. And even as long as I've been doing videos eight or nine years, um, I still kind of use that as my go-to default spot for uh, distributing videos. There are other video hosting sites like Vimeo, which are also free. And there's not a huge amount of difference um, between Vimeo and YouTube other than um, a lot of folks um, you know, think Vimeo has a you know, nicer interface and it's just a little higher end. So I kind of compare it to, you know, YouTube is the Walmart 
of video sites, and uh, Vimeo is more like the uh, Nordstrom. Um, so the folks, folks in the U.S. will know that that's a, a high-end retail store. Right. <laughs> Can you explain YouTube channels? Sure. Basically, if you have a YouTube account and if you have a Gmail account, you probably have a YouTube account and maybe don't even know it. But if you have a YouTube account, that's essentially your channel. Uh, and you can customize that channel or your account so that it you know, looks more like the rest of your branding or maybe looks like your main website because you can change the, the header or banner of your YouTube channel. So um, I think, for example, you know, Evelyn's got um, a different header on her YouTube site so that it looks similar to her website. So everything's kind of integrated and tied together from a branding standpoint. And within your YouTube channel or account, uh, you can also um, create playlists. You can sort of organize. Once you've got several videos there, you can organize that the, the way they're seen or group them into playlists. Like Evelyn could have, for example, one uh, you know a tip series in one playlist, or she could have a house tour, virtual tour in another playlist. So YouTube allows you to curate your content and, and kind of customize it so that it is the best experience possible for your viewers. I noticed on, on her channel that she has uh, um, a section just called guest reviews. Mm -hmm. So she, yep. she's actually, she, you know, she's turned the camera onto her guests and asked them just to say a few words about uh, what a great time they had, which is, yeah. which, which to me is just, it, just a brilliant thing to do. I mean, it, 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 it is helpful that she's, she's on site. She yep. has, you know, she, she has that access to her guests, which not everybody does. Right. But uh, but I think if uh, you know if an owner or an agent has that that um, ability and capability of of meeting guests and turning mm -hmm. the camera onto them, then this is this is really great because it's a complete so much better. Than, I'm sure you've seen the TripAdvisor yep. and HomeAway, long long lists of reviews. But to actually see people at on on location talking about it has mm -hmm. has got to be a, a huge benefit. It's really powerful and it's relatively simple and it's really natural for people, you know, in, in this business um, to get that kind of social proof or that kind of, you know, really personal, powerful testimonial. Uh, and I would go so far as to say, you know, if you can offer your um, people that are staying some kind of incentive, even if you're not on site, you know, some kind of incentive like, hey, if you give us a video testimonial, um, you know, we'll, we'll give you an extra dinner or, or whatever it may be, you know, just some kind of incentive so that you can get the uh, folks who are staying there to do a quick little 30 second testimonial. And again, it, the quality is going to vary because, you know, people have different levels of comfort on camera and things like that. But the, the main thing is that you're just getting that honest, immediate feedback. And um, I think folks look to that and they say, oh, my gosh, you know, I've seen you know, 10 different testimonials on Evelyn's site and everyone's raving about this place. I really have to, you know, dig into it and find out if it's the best place for us to stay. Well, it certainly, it certainly works because I was just uh, talking to my family this morning because mm -hmm. I, was, I was looking through the Discovery Beach House site once again and going, yeah. going through the videos. And I said, this, this is a place we have to go to. And, mm -hmm. I, and I see a lot of properties in my job. So it, mm -hmm. was, the, it was the power of the video that's, that's enticing me to go there. So um, mm -hmm. you, you certainly did a fantastic job because I know when I talked to Evelyn afterwards and she said she's now just so comfortable just mm -hmm. switching the video on and, and just doing something off the cuff. Right. 
Yeah, and sometimes those are, those are the best videos. And a lot of times people say, oh, I'm, I'm not really sure what to say or I'm afraid that I won't look good. And, and I think the thing you have to remember is that most folks are, are – Focusing on the content and, you know, not, you know, oh, my gosh, what is, uh, you know, those earrings don't match the blouse. You know, people aren't really thinking that when they're watching those videos. They're thinking, you know, is this information going to help me uh, make a decision or answer a question that I have? So if you just kind of focus on your message more than, you know, you, you it, it helps you be less self-conscious on camera. I mean, I tell folks that it's kind of surprised to hear sometimes, but I don't like being on camera at all. So so I typically kind of hide behind other kinds of videos like animation and things like that. But, uh, you know, if I can get on video, anybody can. Well, I, I thought I, I really enjoyed your creative live sessions there. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad you're out front. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, that was a bit of a stretch for me. But, uh, you know, because I'm, I'm used to being behind the camera instead of in front of it. But uh, that's the thing. I mean, once you, once you ease into it and once you do it a little bit and really focus more on your message, um, you sort of forget yourself and then just, you know, um, thinking about the the user or the viewer. Yeah. What about the length of time, Lou? What? Um, how, how is is there a an optimum length of time for video, and particularly for YouTube? For YouTube, it tends to be two or three minutes. I mean, people seem to like the video in, in nice bite sized chunks. But again, it depends on the goal of the video. I mean, a lot of the the tips videos, you know, you just want the information quickly and succinctly. And I always tell folks that it's better to do. Um, you know, five two-minute videos rather than one ten-minute video because mm-hmm. it's giving you more content. It's giving the viewer um, an easier way to sort of digest it quickly. And uh, people on YouTube especially have shorter attention spans, so you want to kind of get that information out as quickly as you can. Um, the flip side of that is if you're doing, you know, I do a lot of educational webinars and, and um, teaching and things like that where you know, those tend to be more like 45 minutes or an hour. But if the viewer knows going in, okay, this is a teaching class and I'm going to learn this and this and this, and it's going to be 45 minutes, then that's that's kind of a different animal. Yes, it's um, dif- different uh, different formats for different uh, for different groups, I guess, for different views. Exactly, yep. yeah. So, Lou, from your Creative Live course, was there – well, I, I haven't got through to the end of it, and mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but but from that, what are the what do you think are the main tips that you you give there that are valuable mm-hmm. to anybody wanting to go into video for the first time? Right, I think the main thing with Creative Live was was you know helping folks understand that um, video is very customizable and can be very friendly if you find you know what I call your video sweet spot. You know, for Evelyn, she just sort of fell into this nice, um, you know, flow of doing tips videos. And once she kind of got into that, it was easier for her to create those kind of quick little two-minute tips. Um, she was doing a lot of, you know, experiential stuff where she said, okay, rather than just say, you should go zip lining in Costa Rica, I'm going to bring this camera and, you know, you're going to go zip lining with me. So um, finding your video sweet spot or finding that that particular format that you're most comfortable with. It may be on camera, it may be off camera, it may be, you know, getting folks to do testimonials. I think that's the main thing is sort of finding where your comfort zone is in video so that you can start doing it because once you do, it's a great way to engage and very powerful way to communicate um, with folks. I mean, again, you know, like you always say, well, it's the next best thing to being there and seeing a place, whether it's in Costa Rica, Costa Rica or Tuscany, you're going to feel more like, okay, this is what it's going to be like to be there, and that's where I want to be. Um, what about audio? Because um, 
I've I've seen videos, uh, some videos mm-hmm. where the audio is is pretty awful. So, right. it, it, do you recommend that that just using you know being close enough to a to a mm-hmm. smartphone so that the smartphone audio picks up the sound? Right. Yeah, audio is very important, and it's easy to overlook because people are so focused on the picture. But and people will sometimes forgive a bad picture, but they won't forgive bad audio. And that can really, you know, sort of torpedo your video. So the main thing to think about is if you are doing a video with a smartphone or an iPad is to stay close enough to the device so that, you know, your voice doesn't get too far away or or too lost. So that's usually, you know, within a couple of feet of your camera. Um, If you're doing something where you really can't control the outside noise or the environment, um, like on a beach or something like that, you might want to have uh, an external microphone, and there are, there are various kind of little microphones that you can get. Usually, they're lavalier microphones that attach to the smartphone or the iPad, so that you just have you can isolate your sound and make sure that your voice is being picked up, and you're not really getting all the other noise in the background. Yeah, I just picked one up um, the other day. It's um, it's an Audio Technica mm-hmm. omnidirectional condenser lavalier. Yeah, and I think that they're, you know, um, I found them as low as $20 on Amazon.com, so they're very inexpensive and just a good way to, to control your audio a little bit more. Yeah, that, that's what, uh, <clears throat> I certainly got this one, I got this one on a recommendation from somebody else who'd, um, who, who'd bought one, was using it, and, and said it, it really did, it did the job, um, upped the quality of their audio yeah. from, from what they were getting from the, the camera device. And, and yeah. was really inexpensive. So, in fact, we've we've gone. I guess. I mean, and you can tell you you can mm-hmm. um, clarify this that over the past sort of ten years or so, we've we've really changed dramatically in the cost of um, preparing and and publishing a video. Yeah, absolutely. And that's been the nice thing about you know the the playing field has sort of been leveled. And you know, I came from the TV business, so I often talk about you know the. The um, how the you know TV and the media sort of had a monopoly on on video, and it was very expensive and complicated. And now with the iPhone or iPad or uh, or even just a, a webcam that comes with your laptop, um, anyone can create video pretty much on the fly and, and almost for nothing. Um, I mean, YouTube's free, and Google Hangouts, which is another way to do video, is free, and and um, you know, even the smartphones and the cameras are relatively inexpensive, so you don't really need a huge investment to get started. I'm glad you mentioned Google Hangouts because that's uh, <clears throat> that's something that I'm sort of getting into, and other people have been asking me about that recently. Is that you know, could they they do a Google Hangout with a guest mm-hmm. after their stay to talk about what it was like, and and then take that um, take that footage, I guess. And then create mm-hmm. a video from it. Is that possible? Yeah, absolutely. And the nice thing about Google Hangouts is, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you want to uh, have an interview with uh, a guest or um, somebody, whether they're, you know, on their way there or, or, or they're back and you want to talk about their experience, mm-hmm. regardless of wherever you and the guest is, you can do the Google Hangout as long as you both have uh, Google and Gmail and the nice thing about that is it's very easy to do. It doesn't cost anything. And once it's done, if you do what's called a Google Hangout on air, it's automatically uploaded to your YouTube account. So you've got the video on YouTube without having to go through any extra steps. So Google Hangouts is different to Google Hangouts on air? 
It's a little confusing, but Google Hangouts is really video chat where you can have yourself and um, several other people, up to nine other people on camera to do a video conference or a video chat. And Google Hangouts on air is really a video chat that is public and will go out onto YouTube once it's done. Okay, so does it make any difference if, let, let's say I was setting this up um, with with one of my past guests mm-hmm. and and I did Google Hangouts on air, then I was going to create a video for, you know, I was going, that, that was going to go onto YouTube and yeah. they knew it was public. So I, I mm-hmm. it it really doesn't make any difference which one I do. Provided, no, except you know, that the Google Hangout, you know, I wish they would call it something different like <laughs> Google, Google Chat or something, but the Google Hangout, um, the, the regular one that's not on air, will not be recorded and will not go to YouTube. Okay, that's, that's really good to know because I, you know, I had, as you say, I wish you wish they'd call it something else because I've had yeah. that confusion about, um, about the difference between them. So you've clarified that for me, which is great. Yeah, it is confusing. But, um, I mean, basically, Google Hangout is private and Google Hangout on air is public. It's probably the easiest way to remember it. Okay. Um, Lou, this is, this is all great information. And, uh, and, you know, as soon as I get off this call, I'm, I've got a couple of little videos that I'm going to make that I've been putting off for a while. But I think I'm, I'm feeling that confidence now Excellent. to, to yeah. get off and uh, and and do it now you've done um you've done the creative live course you also have um your site at loubortone.com so what yep. uh, what what do you spend most of your time doing is it courses workshops consulting uh yes i do a lot of um consulting in groups and individually you know like i've done with evelyn on you know what's the best way to um, get the message out and do marketing with video. I also do a lot of uh, products and webinars and things like that. I like I like creating products so that uh, you create it once and, and folks can access it anytime so they don't necessarily have to be there at a specific time. They can uh, watch or, and learn at their convenience. Okay, so if, if they wanted to know more, where would you recommend they go? Probably the, the best place to start is just at loubortone.com because all of my courses and classes and... Uh, other things are all on looportone.com. Okay, perfect. Is there anything else you'd, you'd like to add in the way of, 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 of a tip or a recommendation that, uh, that a vacation rental owner could just take away and use today? I think really the best thing I can offer is, is just to you know, dip your toes in the water and get started. Start where you are. Don't, you know, don't worry too much about equipment. Just think about uh, the content and the message and you know, how can you share the experience of being at your rental property with video in a way that's going to make your property irresistible to them. Okay, that's perfect. And, and as a final note, would you re- I, I, I'm betting that you really would recommend uh, Discovery Beach House. Oh, absolutely. It's beautiful there. It's gorgeous. I brought my, my whole family and uh, they've been hounding me to go back ever since. So. I know yeah, it's, it's 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 the monkeys that uh, we went to Costa Rica a few years ago and mm-hmm. uh, and just absolutely loved it. So, uh, but uh, but Evelyn's place is is definitely on our radar for the future. So uh, so thanks for 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 that feedback too. No problem, <laughs> Lou. It's been great to have you on. Uh, I really appreciated you uh, you sharing sharing this. It's really good actually to talk to um, a, a, a sort of social media expert who, mm-hmm. who really has experience with, with our business. You know, you've been there, you've talked to mm-hmm. a, to an owner, um, and, and the results are out there for everyone to see. So, um, so thank you very much for, for sharing all this. My pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. 
I learned a lot from that. Learned a lot from Lou. And what a super person he is. Uh, I just wish, you know, maybe maybe Lou would like to come up to, hey Lou, come up to the frozen north. Come and check out Ontario in the winter and do a video from Osprey Cottage. That would be so, so cool. Uh, well, actually, I'm going to go out and do my own video. And that's my challenge to you after this podcast. I am challenging you to go out and do your own two-minute video. Take a look at um, Evelyn's uh, informational stuff, the, 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 the little videos she's been doing that talks about uh, Costa Rica, the three hidden truths about Costa Rica. That was so, so simple. She's answering questions. She's, she's understanding her guests' pain points, as it were, the, the, you know, the, the questions that they really want answers to. And she's delivering them in such a way that creates confidence, not only in, in the responses she's given, giving, but also confidence in Evelyn as a vacation rental owner. I mean, who would not want to go and spend time at Discovery Beach House after watching one of those videos? So my challenge is go out, create a less than two minute video ahead and post it on YouTube. And then I will um, have it up, posted on the website. So who's going to take up my challenge? Put a note in the comments at the bottom of the show notes and let me know. And uh, I'll be looking out for that. And yes, this is a challenge to me as well to actually go do this thing. And uh, I'll be, as I say, I'm leaving for Exuma a week uh, a week on Monday. Um, I'm going to get this done. I'm going to go down to Osprey Cottage and do my winter video before I go. And I'm going to answer the question that a lot of people ask about coming to our, what we call cottage country in winter. Uh, a little bit about the roads, a little bit about um, um, the ice. Is the ice thick enough to walk on, which in fact on our river doesn't freeze, so no it's not. But uh, but I think I might put in a shot of one of our lakes, which is frozen over. Um, so I'm having a think about that right now, and I'm going to that that is going to be my challenge to me. And um, you can hold me accountable for that one. So I've uh, I've put all the links from my conversation with Lou in the show notes. Please go on over there and check out uh, Wistia, Vimeo, WeVideo, Discovery Beach House, uh, Lou's website, of course. And please go ahead and sign up for uh, to get onto Lou's mailing list because he does send some really cool stuff. And, you know, he, he sends a list, his list of resources, which is very, very good. So, you know, you can always unsubscribe. but I, and, and I don't always recommend you signing up for yet another um, subscription to somebody else's mailing list. But this one, I think, is, you know, is, is, is pretty valuable. And anyway, I really like Lou a lot. So head on over to loubortone.com and, and sign up for his, uh, his newsletter. Please leave a comment at the foot of the show notes, as I ask you always to do, because it's so nice to hear from you. I love to hear that people are listening and, and I'm getting some great comments and I do get in and respond to them. And, and it's just great to hear from you. And as ever, if you like the show, click on the iTunes button and go over to iTunes and leave me a review. I so much appreciate it. So just one more episode to go before I'm off to the sun. And uh, somebody asked me uh, recently when my um, 
when my next mashup with Matt will be. And I expect to do that. I thought it'd be really, really neat if I could do that while I'm lying in the sun in Exuma. So that should be in a couple of a couple of weeks' time. So let's say just as, just as we get towards the end of January, beginning of February, uh, I'll get that done with Matt. So once again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here and taking the time to download the podcast and listen to it. It really means a huge amount to me. And I'll look forward to being with you again very soon. This episode of Vacation Rental Success is over. But don't worry, Heather will be back soon. Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business. Oh,